It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Listen every Thursday right here at 4 o'clock on Ocean 89. It's always time to mind your business. Welcome, everyone, to the program. Jamila's back with us uh, on the phone line. Good afternoon. Good to have you back, babe. Good to be back. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sure. And as I mentioned just a little while ago, our, our special guest today, Michelle White from Executemps, business owner right. e- extraordinaire. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so today I'm excited to have Michelle on. Of course, we're going to talk a bit about her business and how she decided to um, engage in entrepreneurship. But we also want to talk about her participating in our new Enterprise Bermuda Accelerator. So before we get into all of that, Michelle, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, thank you, um, Shelley and Jamila. Um, some of you listeners might know me from my work at the Department of Immigration. Um, I worked there for about 12 and a half years. Um, it resigned January 2020 as their corporate services manager. Um, I had the responsibility of all the end-to-end processing of all work permits. Yes, all the work permits. Left that position in January 2020 and began my life as an entrepreneur. So now I, yeah, I was going to say, say you started a business in COVID. <laughs> I started a business in COVID. Uh, I'm now the owner of Executive Limited, and um, there we provide administrative support for busy, busy, busy businesses um, to help them focus on their own processes. And I specialize in the work permit process. So with that, I have about 20 years in total of the work permit processing. And um, therefore, I'm pretty much well-versed in what it takes to get the job done. So with that, and one other other quick thing, Monday, no, what's the 1st of of February? 1st of February was Tuesday. Uh So Tuesday was my second year anniversary as a business owner. Bravo, bravo. So first of all, you get two accolades, right? First of all, anybody who decides to start a business during COVID, like, what are you thinking? But really, (laughs) my question is, what made you decide to to leave that stable job, if you will, quote unquote, and start your own business and go out on your own? Well, um, it started as a joke. Um, Somewhere in the summer of 2019, I think it was. Carol Cabello, who was the previous owner of Executemps, she had a very, very frustrated moment with immigration and said, I've had enough. Um, you know, you want to buy a business. She called me up one day in, in my capacity as manager, said, you, you want to own a business? And I was like, oh, heavens no. I can't afford to buy your business, let alone anybody else's, and I need a paycheck. So, no, I have to decline. She says, well, if you don't take it, I'm going to sell it. And no, I should say, if you don't take it, she's going to close it. Okay. So um, my history with Executemp dates back to 1985-ish. Wow. Okay. And so, um, you know, it's like removing a part of your personal life if you allow a business to close like that. Right. And, um, you know, I camped there going back and forth to university. She was, her service was recommended to me by my my boss, the now deceased Mr. Eric Klee. He recommended me to her. She kept me busy every single summer, winter, spring, 
whatever break, even if I had was off for a week, she kept me busy. Okay. And so, you know, knowing that that legacy was out there and her name was well known, I couldn't possibly let her. So um, I would say fast forward, maybe six months after that, I had a moment okay. and a frustration. <laughs> and um, so we had a little chat and we figured out how to make this work. Okay. And um, so, yeah, so it's, uh, it was a, a nice financial support that yeah. she was able to provide um, to allow me to leave my job, open the business, and then just kind of move it on from there. That's amazing. I didn't know all those details. Like, it mm-hmm. sounds like it was meant to be that you have that history going back to the 80s um, yeah. and that you now are the owner of this business that kind of brought you up, if you will, in terms of, of your whole experience working for someone yeah. else. That's an awesome story, Michelle. And it really is. Carol Carvello, I I knew who she was personally. Her husband was a personal friend of mine. He worked here at Bermuda Broadcasting when I was in my much younger days. And she really did sort of pioneer the sort of, um, you know, where you you farmed out, for want of a better word, your your certain admin services. And Executemps was one of the first on the island to sort of really become an all-round uh, business for for people like Michelle when they were trying to you know get their business degrees and stuff and get their admin skills up to par she she was the lady for sure yeah that is so awesome yeah. Yeah. so I I mean one of my questions is why did you choose to start the business in this industry but it's obvious that you <laughs> <laughs> like if anybody was going to do it it was going to be it, you yeah, um, it's full circle yeah full circle. it's full circle yeah. so yeah. I guess I'll change that and ask you. What was different? So from being, let's say, an employee um, mm-hmm. or, uh, I would say, a service provider, because you worked mm-hmm. with uh, the, the former owner, right, to provide mm-hmm. support, what mm-hmm. changed for you? Like, how was it different as, as the owner now? Um, well, right now, it was, number one, seeing the business side of things. Right. Um, when I went, when I took over the business. It had uh, The business had one temp that was remaining still in service. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was whittling it all the way down to just bare bone basics, really. Mm-hmm. So it had the one temp. So I was able to at least, whilst that temp was on board, to see the process of what it takes to, to manage an employee. Right. Which I had never had that opportunity, you know, the taxes and the social insurance. All of that. All the numbers and the percentages and all that nonsense. <laughs> The stuff nobody likes to do. The stuff nobody likes to do. So I at least had, I would say, maybe um, maybe 10 months of that okay. um, before her contract finished, and then she was off board. And um, But it, it enabled me to see at least that business side, mm-hmm. and um, which was, like I said, I had never had the opportunity to before. Um, but, yeah, but at least now when I warm back up into that field yeah. you know, with COVID that pretty much wiped the floor bare-bone basics of nothingness for that part of the industry. So I had to go back to my work permit expertise right. and, um, you know, use that as my main source of income, right. not tenth. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's good that you have those kind of two main revenue streams. So you have yes. the work permits and then you have the tenth. 
So when one yes. fluctuates, you can kind of focus on the other. On the other. And yes. in Bermuda, you know, there's never going to be a loss or lack of work permit requests because we just don't have enough bodies to fill all the jobs that we need. So um, exactly. it's good that you have that, the ability to do that anyway. Yes, yes. So what do you do different than if Cabello, you said, was the former owner, right? Cabe- Cabello. Cabello. C-A-B. What do you yes. do different for executives that um, Mrs. Cabello didn't do? How, how, how did the services differ? Or are they the same? Um, the quality of service would be the same. Okay. Um, anyone who knows her would know that she was a no-nonsense kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had her standards of operating, which I am fully endorsed and support. Mm-hmm. And so in terms of that professionalism, that will continue. So all of the, the, the few clients that she had remaining, they would not have missed a beat. Right. Okay. Right. And um, but on top of that, what I have done and and continue to do is stretch the business into other areas of business. Okay. So I'm I'm offering um um got the word I'm looking for workshops, um, training, mm-hmm. audits of uh, immigration processes, audit of recruitment processes, because many. It's basically business resource. Okay. What is it that you need? Mm-hmm. And either I will have the resource to assist you or show you how to do it. Right, right. So, And that's fundamentally the, the bare bone basics of it, um, an, an, an employer's resource, an employer's crutch. Mm-hmm. What is it that you need? So how, you take did it you, off how did you decide to kind of, add this kind of service offering? Was it organically? Were people requesting this? Or did you recognize there was a need in the market or a gap in the market for this type of support? It's recognizing the need because even in my role uh, with immigration, Mm -hmm. you were able to see what was missing with some of the employers. Even the employers who did things against policy out of not knowing. Right not a deliberate, you know, mispresentation. Uh-huh. And so, and, and and just listening to them, you know, I would have one-on-one sessions with clients on occasion, and those were the type of things that repeatedly came up. Uh-huh. And even now, during the first two years, again, simply having conversations, employer may call, um, do you do this? I need that. And what they're asking for is not quite what they really need. Uh-huh. You know, what they need is, um, you know, somebody to go in and help them with their invoices so that they can pay their taxes on time. Right, right. So so sometimes they don't really know what it is they want. So being an employer resource is fundamentally the underlying part of what the business does. Okay. With a focus on, and that's where all those other services will come from and continue to come from at the end of the day. Awesome. So now the business is executive, and I want to talk a little bit about when you decided to buy the business or take the business over. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes when people are doing that, I know a couple of times people have decided to buy a business and they decide, oh, I'm going to change the name, I'm going to do all these Mm -hmm. different things. So when Mm -hmm. you were having this conversation with with Ms. Cavello, did you make a conscious decision 
to keep Executemps as a name and leverage the goodwill? Like, what was your thought process behind that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Executemps has been around a long time. Mm -hmm. And particularly when you're buying a business that has pretty much um, been wound down to a handful of clients, Mm -hmm. The legacy that's already there, right. um, that in itself was the value of the company. Okay. And um, so even sometimes having conversation with other CEOs, they'll remember Carol. Right. Or Carol would say, you know, oh, so-and-so, you know, this is Michelle. She's taking over my company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, those introductions. Or so-and-so used to be her, her one of her tents, and now she's the vice president of something. Oh, in wow. Yeah. And so she has many of those persons who are still out there that started as a temp and who are now have grown within business. And so that in itself, um, I would be doing it, the business a disservice to remove that title yeah. um, of Executive Limited for that. And as a matter of fact, um, I have also um, applied to get the date, um, get the name uh, trademarked. Okay, awesome. So that, I believe, should be in the paper this week. Okay. So, you know, so that's how final this decision has been. I think that is good, and it's good for people to hear because when they buy businesses, oftentimes they're like, okay, well, what are the assets of the business, right? Mm-hmm. How much is it worth? What's the net profit? Mm-hmm. These are all things mm-hmm. that you want to consider. And then there's mm-hmm. this thing called goodwill. And oftentimes mm-hmm. it's hard to put a dollar value on goodwill. Um, mm-hmm. But what you're sharing with us is a, a perfect example of goodwill that you want to keep. Like you mm-hmm. want to keep this name because people know, like the people that she supported and helped are now going to be mm-hmm. your future um, contracts, perhaps. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, exactly. that, that, that ability to leverage that name is valuable and it's worth yeah. something. Um, So I think when people are considering their own purchases of businesses, those are the kind of things that they want to think about. And not all businesses have good goodwill, honey. So (laughs) sometimes you'd be like, let me get as far away from this name as I can. Uh, But in this instance, you know, it sounds like there's no other option but to have kept the name the way it is. So that's absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. So now let's yes. talk about this accelerator, right? So for those that don't know, uh, mm-hmm. BEDC has rebranded its Streetwise MBA program, and mm-hmm. we've launched our Enterprise Bermuda Accelerator. And this is something that we're doing to support existing businesses like Michelle's, like Executive. Mm-hmm to give these businesses an opportunity to grow, right, to mm-hmm. take what they have and um equip them with knowledge that will help them to build out this strategic growth action plan that should um, mm-hmm. allow them to increase their their revenue by at least 40%, grow their business, hire what they need to do, and start thinking about the future of the business. So mm-hmm. that is on offer now at BDC. We just launched it with the new cohort um, at the end of January, and Michelle is one of the participants. So I would like for you to share with us what was your thought process? Why did you apply to participate in that program? Well, um, based on what we've already said, I have, from the beginning, had big plans for executive. Mm-hmm. And when you've got big plans, you have big ideas, and 
you want to be in a an environment that's going to help nurture those ideas. And so when I heard, well, well I attended the webinar mm-hmm. and uh, found out more about it, and even though there were some some areas that I did not quite qualify for, yeah. um, you know, BEDC saw it fit that um, I would still have the opportunity to participate. And, you know, it's, I can only stop with saying I've, I've got big ideas, mm-hmm. um, you know, outside of the, the confines of Bermuda even. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, I would say that, you know, I'm not a spring chicken, but um, <laughs> I want to be able to <laughs> Depends on what farm you come from, I guess. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's a matter of, of time. I want to be able to get there, do what I need to do, mm-hmm. put things in place. And plus, I think Bermuda will benefit from it at the end of the day um, from everything that I will be offering as time goes on and it's it's a work in progress mm-hmm. um but you know it's and it's going to be teasing pains along the way but i just needed that support because sometimes i get in my own way mm-hmm. and i need that guidance and that structure to help keep me focused on what's the priority item mm-hmm. and being able to make sure that i leverage that as much as possible so that i can be successful in each step along the way i've done much of the beginning parts myself over the last two years um, without getting a paycheck yep, as on top of it. Yeah. And um, so, you know, to, to purchase, you know, software to do all those bells and whistles that needs to get done um, to at least solidify my success at the end of the day. Right. So that's where um, I saw that and I saw the benefit of the program, the accelerator program that would help to get me there. And one thing that I want to say, because we know Michelle, because Michelle, if we holding the webinar, <laughs> Michelle is coming, okay? And so I would just say that I appreciate that about you because mm-hmm. you, like you said, you were 20 or some years working for government, which mm-hmm. is completely different than running your own business. So mm-hmm. I think it's important for people to understand that even though you may be working for someone the majority of your life, if you do decide to take on entrepreneurship as your next uh, stage of life, there are resources available that can assist you and don't Mm -hmm. be afraid to ask for help. And so I Mm -hmm. really commend you for how you have, like, you you jumped into this thing and was like, what you talking about? Okay, yeah, I need some of that, and I need some of that, and I need some of that. And so I think that that is great because, Still, to this day, not everybody feels comfortable asking for support or help. Um, And so I do think that it's a testament to you that you saw it. And even like you said, you're technically based on paper or what you saw, your Mm -hmm. business would not necessarily have met all of the criteria. I think you were short Mm -hmm. by one year, right? We're looking Mm -hmm. for businesses that are three years and older. But we knew executives had been around for Dunkley's years, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> so understanding that and understanding you and the um, the effort that you make to try to get the education that you needed, we were like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. she can do this. She can mm-hmm. handle this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to be sure about what you don't know, right, Michelle? I'm real sure about what I don't yeah. know, and I will ask someone, I, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. At least to get exposed to different things 
whether you know about it or even whether you implement it or not at that given time, at least I know it's like, okay, I, I've heard something about Piper. Yeah. Okay, now what is that about? Right. You know, I'm, I'm not ready for it, but, you know, I know it exists. So yes. at some stage, I'm, I need to prepare or when I create my office environment, I need to be aware of certain things. And I don't know what it is, but I'll have to go back to that later. But, okay, it's in that pocket. Right. And it's just filling your pockets with different things at the end of the day. And, um yeah, Although and you never you need to. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just being aware. And I think it's important. I, you know, I want people to understand that that's really kind of what our role in the community is. Is mm-hmm. we may not have all of the answers, but what we mm-hmm. do try to do is find out who does and put mm-hmm. you as the entrepreneur in a position to get the information that you need that's going to allow you to grow your business. And one of mm-hmm. the things that you said was you have this big vision. And that's mm-hmm. perfect for this program, right? That's what we're mm-hmm. asking you to have. What is that big vision? It doesn't have to end in Bermuda. We're encouraging mm-hmm. you to think outside of Bermuda. And then it creates an opportunity for you to build a plan to reach whatever that big vision is. Mm-hmm. So how yeah. has it been so far? Tell us a little bit about what your experience has been to date. Um, it, has, it has been um, a very good experience. We've had um, two quote-unquote, in-class session and one CEO meeting, which I wasn't sure what that was going to be, but now I get it. Um, The CEO group is, its name, it's, your class is separated into teams, Mm -hmm. and the team is called the CEO group. And I was thinking, okay, there's going to be some CEOs that come and visit us. You're the CEO! And then I realized, oh, hey, wait a minute, where's the CEO? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's helping to reinforce the mindset that we are bigger than we think we are Mm -hmm. and that we have to think beyond our position as the cook and bottle washer Mm -hmm. and look at being the person that oversees the cook and bottle washer. Mm And um, and so, therefore, we need to arm our toolkit with finances and, and um, marketing and all these other fun little things and to at least have some knowledge of it and then to be aware when we need to hire somebody to outsource it to. Yes, ma'am. You know, but we know what, that it exists and that we need to know about it at the end of the day. So, if anything, that is probably the best part of, of the exercise. Um, Sitting in a in a team with persons who are definitely not in the industry, um, you know, and to be able to work through that that session using a specific question mm-hmm. that we all have to answer, and we all answer the same, no matter what our industry is. Right. We're all saying the same doggone thing. And it was just amazing just to be able to have that opportunity to share because we live in silos for That's most right. of the time. That's right. And um, you know, and it's 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 refreshing to see that someone else is um, having that experience, good or bad. Right. That we are also, um, you know, and talking about resources and computer techie stuff mm-hmm. and you know, so using this CRM program, I'm like, oh, what's that? You know, maybe it's something that might be helpful because you're using it that way. I might be able to use it another way. Mm-hmm. And so we're having that type of dialogue 
as we're going through the structure of the questions that we have to answer from week to week. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm, you know me, I'm, I'm just swallowing it and just absorbing it all up. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's exactly what we want. I mean, like, you are almost mm-hmm. a poster child because what you're saying, <laughs> what you're, you know, sharing is exactly what is supposed to happen. You are yeah. the CEO of your company, right? Yeah. And so yeah. often I think, uh, entrepreneurs, they are so busy working in the business, doing the business, mm-hmm. going, 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 that they don't actually get a chance to sit back, look at, yeah. have a big vision, and then yeah. prepare themselves to actually reach that vision. You know, you get yeah. caught, it's almost like a hamster wheel, right? You get yeah. caught doing the stuff, and so if it's just you doing the stuff, you're never going to be able to grow or scale the business at some point. Mm-hmm. Somebody else needs to get on that wheel and give you a break to give you the opportunity to kind of expand your mind and say what this business could be as opposed yes. to what it currently is. So that's what you're sharing is exactly mm-hmm. the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole mm-hmm. point because when your business scales, now you're employing more people, right? Yep. More people are working. Who knows? You might be somewhere in Canada or somewhere in the U.S. or the U.K. supporting people who need administrative support, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's exactly. what we want to see. So yeah. can you share with us what the big vision is? Like, what do you see Executent becoming? Um, I, I, hmm. I can't share the whole big picture. Okay, we don't want to Except to, yeah, except to just say that, it, you know, as an employer resource, um, and it's more... And I, I could add that it's not going to be restricted to the employers. Um, okay. I have an arm that will maybe next year or maybe in 18 months from now, um, I'll start working on the second arm, which is for people who are actually looking for work. Okay. It might happen before then. Um, it all just depends on how much I get in or out of my own way. <laughs> but, um, but, yes, I have a already in progress. A secondary side, which would um, be able to help to match employers with persons looking for work, whether it's full-time, part-time, whatever the case might be. Okay. Um, that's as much as I can give at this point. All right. Well, we'll have to check back in to figure out where <laughs> what the rest is, so I'm happy to do that. Um, but can you talk a little bit about what you said when you said get in your own way? Can you talk a little bit about that and how you self-talk yourself out of those things? Because I think a lot of people go through that, too. Yeah. Um, first of all, you give people, other people permission to tell you when you're overstepping your own boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak to the web developer, and I say, um, I I just came up with an idea. How about this, 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 this? It's like, no, Michelle, um, that's going to take you, and we need to do that, and that's going to take that much time. Okay, so that can't happen now. It's like, no, we have to do this. So, okay, all right, keep me focused, keep me focused. Right, okay. And then, um, so you're giving people permission to make you step back, and um, the second part would be when, when I when I do that, like I have a little notebook, and I was like, okay, it's like my idea book. It's like, okay, I write that down, mm-hmm. or I save my emails in a particular place so that when that moment comes up again. And, um, and it's just, I think it's just recognizing that you have to be focused on where you want to go at a particular time and the steps to get there 
and trying to stay on your path or at least going in a straight line. Okay. Um, to go far left or to go far right is not going to take you where you need to be, which is to go forward. Okay. And um, so I try my best to make sure that if I'm working on something, it's something that is going to take me to help me finish my website, for example. Right. Um, which, all except for a little tweak, is, is, is it's live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why this is the secret to whoever's listening. Um, so it is live, and um, you can at least contact me through the website um, email, and then but there's other little tweaks that need to go on it. And then I have a workshop that's coming up, hopefully within the next two or three weeks. Okay. Um, for employers. Okay. Well, in that, the first instance. I think what you're saying is important because I think mm-hmm. we, you do. As an entrepreneur, especially if you're a solopreneur for a large part of it, mm-hmm. you have to do all the things, right? And yes. sometimes it's easy for you to just, like you said, go off in all these different directions, but it's not moving you closer to whatever that end goal or your big vision is. Yes. So, like you said, giving people permission to be like, uh-uh, no, no, no. <laughs> really, Dan, we're going we're gonna to focus <laughs> on this. And then yeah. also recognizing when you're doing that, I think it's also important. So those are sage words from someone who is doing it and living it, y'all. Listen to what she's saying for sure. Um, but we're all we're at the bottom of the hour. I mean, of already. The hour. It goes so cool. Oh, it really does. So oh. what I want to do is give you an opportunity to share with us the name of that website and give the people mm-hmm. the contact information. So if they need support with work permits or they're looking for administrative support, they know how to contact mm-hmm. you. Okay. So the website will be www.executempsltdbda.com. That's E-X-E-C-U-T-E-M-P-S-L-T-D-B-D-A.com. So that's the website. It's easiest to send an email to me via the contact us part of the website. Um, it'll come straight to me, um, the cook and bottle washer. <laughs> and um, and the, the phone number, which is 295-8608. Um, but I do prefer people contact me by email. That way I can manage my workload right. a lot better. So efficiency is what I offer. <laughs> All right, I love that. Yes. Efficiency yes. is what she offers. If that's what y'all looking for, then now you know who to contact. For sure. Well, Michelle, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I want to thank, thank you for you. coming and spending a little bit of time with us, letting us get to know you and your business, and for sharing your feedback on how it's faring with the, the accelerator. We're hoping that more people will take advantage of it as we, this is our first cohort um, mm-hmm. where it's been the accelerator. And mm-hmm. we're looking forward to encouraging more entrepreneurs who are ready to grow to, to participate. So thank you for coming and sharing. I would your- highly recommend it. Yes. Highly recommend it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. Take care, Michelle. Okay. Appreciate it. You have a good one. You bye-bye too. now. Bye-bye. All right, Jamila. She uh, said a whole lot. I think one of the, the salient point there is um, trusting, you know, you're the people who you who, who work for you, who their expertise levels where you don't have mm-hmm. those expertise levels was a was a good point. And that's the sign of a, any good manager in any situation is to um, know your, the people that work for you, know your staff, know your service providers and trust them to um, keep that's you right. on the straight and narrow. Good stuff. That's right. So we minded right. a whole lot of business. I'm glad you're back on the rock, Jamila, and um, I'll I'm shout back it. On the 
surprised, believe it or not. Well, but. well, good for you for conducting that whole thing. That's some of the best reception we've had on these double calls, Jamila. So good Listen, for you. I'm trying to get up with my technology now. See? Yes, yes, it's awesome. Well, uh, safe journeys when you do head back, Jamila, and uh, we look Thank forward to you. doing it all again next week. Because if you don't mind your business, who, who will? will? Take care, my friend. You too. Take care. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.